Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello, and welcome to the 261st episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. It's 2020. I cannot believe we've been doing this for this long. Yeah, what what year did we start? That's what actually what I was just looking up right now. I mean, like 2016? 15? Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. 15, 16, uh, I don't know. I don't keep those files from that far back. And I just quickly went to our YouTube page and saw that you know we had episodes from like, it was like episode 55 and it was uploaded, I think, at like four or five years ago. So I don't know. It's been a while though. Jeez. All yeah. right. So, how did you ring in the, or how did you celebrate the holly holiday season? Yeah, uh, we, this year. Yeah, because we skipped, we took last week off. Um, it was just difficult to schedule and get everything going. Um, so, I think I, yeah, I definitely mentioned before because we recorded once down here. I was in Florida, and by the time this episode goes out, I'll actually be back home. And so, yeah, we 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 did it up here in Florida for about. I guess two and a half weeks was it two? Yeah, I think about two and a half weeks, and it's been nice. I mean, it hasn't been like crazy warm. It's not like eighty degrees here every single day. Although it did hit eighty today, um, most of the time the weather's been about like in the sixties, which is you know obviously nice for for December or January time. Um, obviously, like wearing short sleeves most of the time. Um, so for Christmas, we we hung out at the house, did dinner here, and everything. Um, and then, I mean, really, nothing special. We didn't we didn't do a gift exchanges. I know we talked about it last year, all like the different things that we bought for each other last year. But because we did it so big last year, we decided not to do it this year. And the other thing is just that there just isn't a ton that I want, so I've become dis- difficult to shop for. Most of the time, if there's something that I want, I can just get it myself. Right. So, um, yeah, we just we just decided to skip this year. I did get Gordon. Um, these I, th- I think it's called baby bug this mm-hmm. old magazine subscription that uh that harry recommended actually it's called baby i remember bug. that yeah baby, yeah baby bug magazine so i'm really excited for them uh to get those for him i think he's you know he's still a bit young obviously he's not gonna be reading himself but they're like little stories and stuff i think they'll be able to read to him and i got the i think the two-year subscription to it so um how, how much is that it was only it was only like 50 dollars i think for two years Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think they they publish. Um, I think they what what do they say? I think it's like sixteen times a year, but I I, I can't even remember for sure. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So that was like, oh, actually, I did get Lena with something, but I can't tell her what I got her. I can't say it out loud because, you know, she's around. Yeah. So yeah, oh. I, I did get her. I got her a gift. Has it not come in yet? No, it it will. So it's published nine month, nine times a year. Um, it will be coming in, I think, on Friday. So I might have to have her stepdad pick it up for us because he's back. He 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 left here on um the day after Christmas. So I'll have him pick it up if 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 it even arrives at that mm-hmm. time. Uh, I haven't gotten any shipping notifications about it yet, so that's probably I mean, Friday's tomorrow. So. Um, we'll see about that. But other than that, and no, I didn't. We did not do any other like gift exchanges. 
Lena bought a cricket machine though. Um, and she made a shirts. So like I got a, my first Christmas as a daddy, she made one for herself. My first Christmas as a mommy, of course, um, one for her sister, um, as well as her mom's stepdad. And then Gordon actually didn't get one made for himself because we bought him a, my first Christmas ever shirt. So ours matched his. And then before Christmas, Lena bought us all like matching. Um, so she, no, sorry. Also for Christmas, she got us matching pajamas. And then before Christmas, we were going to buy a tree. We actually never got one, but we went to like this farm where you cut your own trees. And so Lena bought us like all these little like, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, like lumberjack style shirts. And so we all had those. I, I can't remember if I sent you a picture, but I'll have to show you later on. And so we went, we actually never found a tree that we liked. So we, we, we came home empty handed, but it was still a fun experience, like a little um, fun time with, with, uh, with the family, with Gordon as well. And then for the new year, Lena's mom surprised us with tickets to um, Universal City Walk. They have a New Year's Eve celebration there. And so are you familiar with City Walk? I have no idea what that is. All right. So maybe I have to Google to like give you the proper definition of what City Walk is because I haven't spent much time there myself. Um, but basically, uh, I can't. It's like it, it's so like City Walk is it's so I think it's I don't know if it's on their premises of Universal Studios, but it's nearby at the very least. Um, Disney has a very similar thing called uh Disney Springs. It's basically an, like a large, like outdoorsy area that's free to enter. Um, maybe not free to park, but like free to enter at least. There's um, like restaurants and and shops, and there's also clubs there. And so the uh, City Walk, the New Year's Eve there was like you know it was adult themed, 21, 20, 21 years old and older to get in. So we left Gordon with uh, with his grandma and Lena, her sister, and I went out there. There were um, there was like you know a bunch of like buffet foods to eat, and then there were about like five clubs that you could go to, and so then they also had an outdoor club or like not outdoor club, but they had a DJ playing music outdoor, outdoors, and so you had a lot of like the younger crowds dancing to the music outside. But it was a bit cold; it was like fifty degrees at night. That so, is chilly. Yeah, but there's it's like a, it's like a, a wide range of ages that you saw there. Like I was I was expecting just a bunch of people in like their twenties. But it was not just that. I mean, you had people in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties out there. Um, a lot of people like hanging out inside at the clubs because in in those areas it's it's warmer <laughs> than it was outside. They also had like some entertainers like dancing around like outside the different clubs, and you'd have because because it, it was cold. Like you know they're they're dressed in like kind of skimpy outfits, and so they're like cycling out every like fifteen minutes, I guess fifteen thirty minute shifts that they were doing. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so we just kind of like bounced around the different places, just checked everything out. We ate a little bit. Um, my stomach started acting up a little bit though. Like, I oh, just, no. it wasn't like, act, I shouldn't say acting up. It was feeling weird. Like, like, I like sour. Like, it felt like I was just kind of like getting little knots in my, in my stomach. I didn't like feel sick. It just, I, I didn't have any type of appetite because of it. It was like a little bit of a pain, pain, um, that like went away. But for most of the evening that I just wasn't super hungry. So I ate some stuff at the beginning. We had like uh, Jamaican beef patties, um, like other random like appetizer style foods. They also had like different uh, different cuts of beef uh, of uh, of steak. Um, and what else did they have? 
Oh, like uh, like rice, like jambalaya. Mm-hmm. And then they had like this huge like dessert table. And on top was like this woman. She was like, I don't know how to really describe it. I didn't take a video of it because I just, I, don't know, I didn't feel like it was going to, the video wouldn't do it justice. But it was basically like this, like, it was almost like she was standing on stilts. It was like this ladder that she had to climb up to get to it. So it's like 20 feet high. And she's like, they have like this um, long sheet draped over the thing. And you could see her when she was like cycling out with different people doing her shifts. She's basically like strapped in at her legs and it's like going back and forth like a pendulum style type of thing. So she's like on it and like kind of like locked in and she's like going back and forth like 20 feet up in the air and kind of like dancing around stuff. And like underneath her is the dessert table. It was kind of cool. It was like kind of it was kind of crazy. I I wouldn't be up there too damn cold for that. Yeah. Um, But it was still really cool. That's a that's a goddamn professional right there. That's what that is. Yeah. And you know me, I'm addicted to sweets, so I was definitely really disappointed that I wasn't able to, like, I didn't have much of an appetite because I would have gone hard on some of those sweets. They had a huge assortment of stuff. Um, I didn't like, and I don't know why, but there, cause like, there's like, there are hundreds of people, maybe like, you know, over a thousand people in in this area, and like the slices of like they have like little like torts and little like, uh, um, like bite sized desserts, right? Mm-hmm. But then they have like cakes and the cakes were massive. It was like, oh, we have this like 10 inch cake here and we've cut it into 10 slices. Like, that, thing, that thing is huge. Um, that is nuts. So, um, yeah, it was it was good. Like it, it hasn't we haven't been out like I mean, I haven't been like a bar or a club or anything for a long time. Um, so like it's obviously not our general scene, but it was still nice to get out there. Um, you know, just chill. It was good. Um, and then afterward, they did like fireworks, which were honestly kind of lackluster. I don't know if we missed something, but the fireworks, I was expecting fireworks for like, so like I went to a Phillies game, right? Like, I don't know, four months ago. And after the Phillies game, they had like, they had fireworks. It was kind of a surprise, I guess. Or at least I was on. Did they win? Yeah, they won, but the, the fireworks were happening regardless. It was like a fireworks show that they had planned. And so the fireworks at that game were going on for like 15, 20 minutes. After like 10 minutes, I was like, all right, I've seen plenty of fireworks. I'm going to get out of here. Or like, you know, we're going to get out of here. It was a group of us. And like, I get to my car, the fireworks are still going. I'm driving down. <laughs> I get onto 95, the fireworks are still going. I beat the crowd because everyone was standing back to, to watch the fireworks. So I got out and didn't have any type of traffic. Here at, at, uh, at, at CityWalk, the fireworks were like a minute and that was it. Were they I- nice? Was it like a it was, Fast and Furious one minute, or was it like a lackluster one minute? It was like a lackluster one minute. There wasn't anything special. I don't know. I, that's why I feel like I missed something. But at that point, it was late. You know, we're old, and so and it was and like I said, it was a bit cold. So we started making our way back. Um, there was where we went. There was um, there was a Cinnabon like heading up the escalators to this like VIP New Year's Eve uh, celebration thing, and uh, Lena's sister. Uh, she had been drinking a bit. And she was like, "Oh, she wants a Cinnabon." I was like, "All right, all right you know, we'll, I'll stop. I'll buy us all Cinnabons if they're open." Because I was like, "They're not gonna be open. It's midnight." Turns out Cinnabons open. So Lane and I split one, bought one for her sister. Um, but I should I should mention that City Walk is open to the public as well, and everybody came. The whole city of Orlando came to City Walk because when you're leaving, when we came down this escalator. Um, it's just a flood. It's just a sea of people all leaving. They're all like all these people with their kids, uh, thousands of people, thousands of people, and everyone's trying to leave at the same time. And so like, we're like, you know, uh Oh, <laughs> this could be a problem getting out of here. And sure enough, we get back to the car 
get back to the parking garage, get into our car, start the car, pull out of our spot, move forward about like 20 feet, and then stop. Sandy, I kid you not, when I say that we stopped 20 feet from our parking spot, we, we were stuck there for about an hour and 15 minutes, not moving an inch. Oh, Jesus. Did you turn the car off at least? Yeah, yeah. Turn the car off for a bit, um, and we're just like talking. We're just chilling. It's not like a bad time. I mean, I ate, we ate the Cinnabon at that time, um, but like I said, it's late. You know, we're old. It's like it's it was it was like one thirty when we finally started moving, and uh, I, around this time, I think Lena fell asleep, and so we're working our way through the parking garage. I didn't actually look to see the clock at what time we got out, but it was probably around two a.m. when we got out of the parking garage because by the time we got home, it was about two thirty a.m. And we didn't really hit much traffic on the way back home, so that was the uh, that was the worst part of the evening. But otherwise, it was a good time. Um, glad we went. Like I said, it's not normally our, it's not our typical scene. Um, normally, I'm trying to remember how many times I've actually been out of the house on New Year's. Usually in the house, or at least in a location where we, you know we're we're like together. It's not like a part, like not like a big party type of thing. But yeah, that's that was it. Um, nice. While we've been here, like I mentioned before, I think at least um, I've been working. So I got a, I got a ton of stuff done for work. And I did take a few days off here and there. So I'm going to be off tomorrow and I'm going to be off on Monday when we get back and then get back into the office on Tuesday after that. But it's been really nice. Definitely, definitely glad that we came. Um, and Lane and I, we finally like we haven't we hadn't been working out like the first week that we were here. So over the last week, we've been running just about every day. So I'm, I've, I've been happy about that. Because like most of my workouts these days, mostly been like lifting, you know, the CrossFit style stuff, not really running. And so it's, it's such a, it's so different being able to run outside that you just can't help but like try to get out there and, and move. So that's been the best part. Not the best part, but it's been a great part. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and I got in the pool with, with Gordon today. Oh yeah. First time. Yeah. First time. First time I've seen him swim. And yeah, the first time I've been in the pool with him. So that was that was a lot of fun for me. I'm not sure if he had a lot of fun with it, but but it was a lot of fun for me. Nice, yeah. Um, how, uh, did he like take to the water really naturally? Yeah. So he's done. I, I think I told you before he's done swimming lessons with his grandma before. But because the lessons are at I think 6 p.m. on Thursdays, I get home from the office at about 6:30. So and the class is only half an hour, so I miss the swim lessons every time. So he's been in the water but the water there i think is a bit warmer than it is here the pool here is actually heated but it didn't like it wasn't super like warm so i think when he was in it it was a little bit of a shock for him with the the temperature of the pool but and so like you know i'm holding him and he's got his hands like kind of curled up by his face like underneath his chin and he's just kind of like sitting there uh he looks so cute we had like a little hat like a little sun hat on and um at one point, the hat kind of came off his head, and I was like, oh, no, I tried to grab it. But then, like, he kind of leaned forward at the same time, so he kind of went into the water. So that that was a little uh, shocking for him. But uh, he has, like, a little – his his grandma bought him this little, like, uh, floaty boat thing. So he, like, oh, nice. he sits in it, and he puts his legs through the like, little two-leg holes, and then it's got a little steering wheel and handles that he can hold on to. So I was pushing him around in that. He really liked that one a lot. I think it was like kind of weird for him to feel the water like rushing against his legs and being upright, but like moving. So I think he really liked that, especially when I was like moving a little bit faster. Uh, so I was definitely glad That's, to dude, find that. Sounds it. great. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like a. And you have good pictures. 
Uh, we didn't really get pictures of me and him God in the water. <laughs> I know Lena took a couple of us, but at that time, most of like, so her, her mom was swimming with him for a little bit and I was finishing up some work for the, like just before my lunch break. So this was during my lunch break. So I wasn't even in there for like too long with him. And Lena at that point was starting to work on lunch. And so she went inside and she was working with her mom. So they were both inside while I was out there with him. Lena did get a picture of us, but I actually haven't even seen it yet myself. And it wasn't with him in the car. I have one of him in the car before, or the car in the boat, but it was before um, I was in the water with him. I'm gonna show you. Right. One. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna send you the one of him in the boat right now, though. But yeah, um, I mean, that... your job as a parent of a newborn is to take as many photos and to to blast that, <laughs> and then to make sure that your kid has no chance at uh, online privacy before <laughs> they can consent to it. You know, that's exactly it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just sent a bunch over to you. Oh, I see them. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. You see his hat? I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that he's gripping on. Dude, bucket yeah. hats? Dude, this yeah. is good to know. Yeah. You think he's going to be a bucket hat kid? I, I don't know. It depends on how long his hair's going to keep getting because we haven't, we haven't given him a haircut yet. He's five months old. Oh, he might, man. I was telling his grandma. How his are you going to do him like that? I was telling his grandma, I was like, he might have dreads by the time he's two. So. Do you want that? No, no, no. He'll get a haircut at some point, but he still has a little bold spot in the back of his head because already. Still, well, like a lot of a, it, he's had it for a while. A, a lot of kids, I didn't really know about this, but a lot of kids get it because that's where they lay down. Like when they're sleeping and stuff, you put them on their back, and so that's just what happens. And, and it'll it'll um it'll change. He's like at night he sleeps on his stomach, but he still spends a fair amount of time on his back, so it'll <laughs> fill in at some point. All but right. his hair is still like relatively thin overall like it's long-ish but overall it's still pretty thin like you still see a fair amount of his scalp so we just haven't really felt like he's needed one yeah you know what you should do you should uh what's it called you should make sure that he gets a very good haircut as often as drake maintains his fade <laughs> i thought you were gonna even tell the real series right there the uh, the joke in all the YouTube comments that I see on any Drake video is he must have gotten his fade touched up 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, well, look, it sounds like you guys had a fantastic time, and that's always exciting, especially around the uh, your first holidays with him. Yeah. Yeah. The the gifts are only going to have to get better. He now expects, oh, absolutely. As, his, as his agent, I have to make you aware that as you know, his agent, <laughs> who you take ten percent? Yeah, right. I take I take ten percent of uh, of all the gifts, so you got to rip out a page for me. Um, but uh, but no, it's it's. I'm very happy for you guys. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, tell me about your holiday because I don't really know much about what you did. By the way, can um, you hear Gordon in the background? Yeah. It's funny. He doesn't get picked up on Audacity, but I know he gets transmitted to you. He just yeah. he's just chatting away. He, he is. Yeah. Um. So, Carol and I went home to my parents' place, uh, Christmas Eve, and then we spent Christmas Eve, Christmas, uh, together at my parents' place. We kept it really, uh, low key, and uh, then what we do is we uh, we went to Longwood, I think, Christmas Eve, uh, to see the light show at night. Okay. And that was really nice. Uh. Carolyn got to try the mushroom, the cream of mushroom soup uh, with Kenneth Square mushrooms. So, you know, 
There you go. Tried it. Yeah, what did she um, think of it? You say tried it like she didn't. She wasn't impressed. She. I mean, I don't think she's the biggest fan of mushrooms. Uh, and so, oh. it, like, it was okay. But my parents and I, we like, we destroyed ours. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we kept it really low key with gifts. Uh, it was really nice and quiet. We came back into the city. Uh, the day after, on the 26th, we were in the city for one day on the 27th, and then we had rented a car, and we drove up to meet some friends in an Airbnb that we booked uh, from the 28th to the 1st, sort of the annual tradition, okay. um, and the other two couple friends that I have, uh, what they did was they, they, they both recently got puppies, and so... That was really exciting. And that way, Oliver and the two other dogs. Uh, would, right. Yeah, they were just running around the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and that was that, that was nice. Um, yeah, it was, it was uh, I think it was really, really nice overall. And uh, there was a little bit of snow, but, you know, the uh, house really. was really rustic. There was, like, this main room with a large couch in front of a fireplace that we had going the entire time. Uh, the kitchen was large enough for all of us to cook at the same time. You know, we made a lasagna. Uh, people made a brisket. Uh, people made a roast chicken. There were stuffed shells, uh, breakfast tacos. Like, we, we like to cook for the group. We like to play board games. Um, and it was overall, like, a really nice uh, and relaxing trip. You know, the dogs would play uh, together all day, and then they'd be super exhausted. Um Overall, really nice trip. Really happy that the uh, tradition continues. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, that's really it for for us. You know, we're uh, you know, rung out or sort of not rung out, closed out twenty nineteen pretty strongly, and now twenty twenty, uh, we're sort of off uh, pretty full uh, pretty full speed. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you have any, like, resolutions this year? Do you have, like, any aims or goals for the year? You know, now that you mention that, I feel like I need to go back and listen to what mine were last year. Because I'm sure last year mine must have been something around, like, you know, finishing my PhD. At the time, I certainly would have been – I think at the time I'd already written a decent bit of my dissertation. But I still had a lot of of work (laughs) that that I did in those first six months of the year. Um. Yeah. Uh, I I honestly forget what mine was. Uh, I think it was probably just like working and and uh, hustling even harder, you know. Yeah. 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 One of the one of the things that we had discussed uh, over the New Year break, uh, over dinner with all my friends, we have this tradition where we all have a word for the year. And then we re- sort of reminisce and reflect on whether the word we had for last year was something that we achieved. And then we talk about what our word will be for 2020 and and why we chose that word. And I chose the word trust uh, and mostly from a trust the process perspective, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I just have to I have to stop overanalyzing things. Uh, stop being like super risk averse and just realizing that you know you, I, I gotta trust my instincts I gotta trust that I have a strong foundation to make the right decisions and mm-hmm. this isn't you know meant to say that you disregard research and you disregard uh, a lot of stuff but just this idea that you you have what it takes to to make it work and uh and sometimes you just gotta you just gotta believe and you gotta you know you gotta jump in the 
and not always be afraid that you know you might hurt yourself. I, it was almost like I, I forget which comedian says it, but they're like you don't plan your life thinking you're gonna get diarrhea at Target. You know, you just kind of have to live your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think for a long time, especially with my bowel movements, I've really been uh, game planning for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you always yeah. are. Yeah. Um, Everywhere is a spot for a terrible memory. Um, yeah, yeah, what about you? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm thinking about it for a little bit. Um, one of the things I really need to do, and Lena and I have been saying this for a while, is invest. Um, you know, start getting into stocks, um, figuring out figuring out other other avenues or other places that we can put our money other than just you know savings accounts and cds and whatnot for the you know our long-term future Mm -hmm. so one of the things i did start doing um it must have been about two months ago i bought my first like three stocks so i just used robin hood i put like a hundred dollars in and i bought a few shares of amd and those are actually got up of um almost like twenty dollars since i bought them and then about a week ago, I put another like $500 into the account and I want Lena to kind of spend it. So that is like one of like, just kind of get in finally after all these years of saying, oh, this is something that we want to do. This is something that we want to do after getting my new job. I finally have a lot more disposable income where I feel comfortable, you know, doing that and letting the money just sit there and kind of like, you know, keep an eye on it, but not, not like, not like be overly concerned about the day-to-day with mm-hmm. it you know like can i ask you uh can i ask you a few questions go for it uh what's your overall savings goal like not monetary uh amount but like can you can you tell me what your what the aim of your new investing activity is uh is sort of laddering up to i guess mo- mostly I, I guess the two primary i've just kind of put in two like overarching categories one is for gordon's future um i don't really know i don't have an idea for, for like what i want to you know if i want to pay for his full college tuition or anything but i just want to have money aside for him um, so this is for primarily him. for his well, no that's just one that's one thing that we want to save for but the other one is, is for our retirement okay i'm not really putting money in, in stocks for him um this is kind of just and like especially with the way it is right now i don't have a I don't have a defined goal for what this, like when I want to take this mm-hmm. money out or anything like that. It's really just, okay, I'm finally trying to learn about investing or getting, not even investing, but about stocks in general. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's mostly, yeah, but long-term, mostly retirement. That's the big uh, thing. How, uh, how much do you want to be managing it on like a day-to-day? Not too much, really. I mean, I, I would like to be able to just kind of have have more. so if it's it depends on where it's going if it's going to be stocks and yeah I got, definitely got to do your research for that but on a day to day I'd rather just kind of have have it do its own thing so if it's going to some you know general um, account you know pull that from my paycheck and let it go and not really have to bother with with how it's doing mm-hmm. um, obviously check from time to time but yeah minimal okay. And how would you feel if you lost all of that money tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. When it, when it comes to these stocks right now, it's you know if I lose it all, I lose it all. It's okay. So that's why like the the amount is relatively small, especially since I'm just trying to get my feet wet with it. Um, 
But if it was like, you know, a more, a more serious account, then you know, yeah, it'd be devastated. If it was like a retirement, if it's retirement money, right. it'd be devastated if he lost it. So, so certainly look, when it comes to retirement, that's like, okay, I want this to be, this, this can't be like, you know, a volatile funds. Like this is, this is stuff that's going to stay there and do its thing. And, you know, we both have, um, you know, 401ks. It's actually 401, 403B for me since it's chop. Right. But, but, um, yeah, we both, we both have accounts set up for that. Um, when it comes to the stock, it's kind of like, I guess this is just a. Is there any is there any matching, uh, activity with your four hundred one three b? No, it's four hundred three b. Yeah, they chop doesn't start until I think it's a year after you've been employed there, so I don't and get any type the, of matching for it. What's the match after that? The max for them, they're they're matching three yeah. percent. Okay. Yeah, I think pretty standard, right? No, that's that's pretty low. Is it? Yeah. Ah. Um. You. Uh. I mean, the range is from zero percent to like six percent. Okay. Uh. I've heard people uh get as high as nine to eleven percent. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's three percent. Okay. Um. And I think they match. I think it's half a percent. So I think you put in six percent, then I think they will. Be, they'll match three percent of that. I think I could is be there, wrong. Is there I, a I max then? Like, could I, you put could you put ten percent in and you get five percent match? You see what I'm saying? I think yeah, there there is a max. You know, it might actually be six percent. Like six percent flat. It, it might be six percent. It might be their max. I can't remember. I yeah. I remember looking at I remember looking at like the the package when I when I was um when yeah. I was signing up for everything, and I was initially gonna you know put whatever it was gonna be that they were gonna match. I think that's actually still what I put anyway. But I was expecting them to match immediately, and, and then you know, reading more into it, I saw that oh, that you have to be employed with them for a year before they start doing that. Mm, okay. So, I'm, I thought I considered putting more in, but I decided yeah. to just leave it at whatever their max, ca- um, their their capped matching percentage was. Yeah. And the idea with that is just because I didn't know how, like I we you know Gordon wasn't born yet, I knew that our our um our finances were going to shift yeah. after he was born. So I didn't really mess with it at that point just because I wanted to make sure that I had whatever available without having to modify stuff after he was born. Yeah. So so I'm assuming here that you're starting this investment uh, portfolio, which first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Um, it's, it's very exciting that you have discretionary income to be investing like this. That's not right. something that everyone has the opportunity to do. Yep. Um, I'm assuming your goal, like you said before, was to have a better return than your savings accounts and your CDs. Yes, yes, absolutely. I will say that having money in CDs always a great thing. It's very stable. Yep. Uh, it does lock up your money for a, exactly. a certain like uh, what we, we'll call it a, a time horizon, or like an yeah. investment horizon. Yep. Um, longer ones tend to give a little bit more. Uh, but like you said, you become very illiquid in that sense. Yeah, I think it's like uh, I think I think Lena. I think there was one. So like this is around the time when Barclays and all of them were yep. were boosting their their um their savings accounts. Mm-hmm. AP. So it was like I think it was like two point two percent at one point with, with yeah. the, the Barclays account, and it's since dropped. I think it's at one point seven percent now. Yep, one point one point seven is the uh, the standard across that across uh Goldman Sachs's Marcus yeah. account. Are you still using the Dream account? So yeah, I, I pulled the money, the money from the Dream account because the Dream account didn't like transfer automatically. So I just right. transferred it over to a Barclays Savings. Um, Interesting. What is a Barclays Savings account at? I think uh, it's not 1. not money. It's a one point seven. I think it's one point seven. Okay. Yeah. 
Because I know you switched to Marcus, right? I, I switched to Marcus, yeah. Yeah. As, Marcus like my, a, as, as a primary savings account, sure. Yeah. So the... Uh, That's also how you know that the banks know something you don't. That the... <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. That the... Yeah, no. That the... What's it called? The percentage, the interest rate has dropped precipitously since like 2.2, 2.25 to 1.7. Yeah. That is yeah. that is a That's massive a, amount. Yeah. I mean, they both... They, they shot up like crazy though. Yeah. Because when yeah. when I start when I when I realized that something was like the dream account was not worth it anymore, I think I looked and I saw that the the their savings account was at like one point five, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute, my dream account is like one point two, and that's right. worth the bonuses. So that's where right. I immediately made the shift, and then they just kept going up and up and up, and then they like tanked afterwards. Right, and also the dream account making you hold it in there for yeah. like six months at a time is yeah. also not ideal. You kind of yeah. just wanted to and to go account. off of the whole bit. Yeah, you were capped on how much you can deposit a month. It was it was very well, it was two grand. Well. It was one k, one thousand. Yeah. Oh, but if you had multiple accounts, you gotta have max yeah, yeah, five yeah. accounts. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, was, I, 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 I wanted I, to. I wanted. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. So if you're if you're trying to beat those re- returns and you're also not looking to be too like meddlesome in your portfolio, do you say S and P? No, no, no. Uh, yes, you can. I think it's important to have like a mix yeah. uh, within your portfolio. Again, this is all based on what your own risk profile is. Right. If you're risk averse, if you're risk loving, uh, what your return you want to target when you want to retire, how much money do you want to have? Like, There's all these things that you have to take into account. I would recommend, and I'll see if I can refer you uh, to betterment.com. Okay. Betterment.com is a really sleek, modern take. Uh, hashtag no free ads, I guess, too late. Um, but uh, they do what's known as robo investing. So oh, they, right. they, they come up with algorithms uh, and they have these massive funds. It's not individual stocks, they're massive funds, mutual funds, index funds uh, that they invest on your behalf. And a lot of these funds have these blue chip stocks. Uh, blue chip being like a uh, cream of the crop, you know, like super stable, uh, always going to be around money makers, just stable. Yeah. You know, you're not looking to day trade off of these guys. Right. But more importantly, uh, they issue dividends. So depending on how many stocks you own, you get a percentage payback every quarter whenever they issue dividends. Uh, it might be a lot if you have a shit ton of stock. It might be a little. Uh, like if you only had 100 shares in Apple, uh, that's only that's going to cost you around like three grand. I think yeah. right now yeah. or whatever. But like, you know, it's it's not a lot to get uh, dividends. But once you start making a ton of money, it's important to have dividend paying stocks within your portfolio so that you can see like tangible returns. And a lot of people, what they do is you can, uh, there's this uh, program, I forget what it's called. And we could talk about it offline, but you can have it automatically reinvest those dividends back into the stock um to like further uh increase your portfolio without having to inject uh funds yourself so if you want robo advising that's something that they can do all the stuff for you uh without you having to figure out if you're making the right decision or not it also helps diversify your holdings okay if you wanted to invest in stocks yourself uh you should definitely hit up a mix of industries but again target you know, these consistent industry leading guys that pay dividends, especially at your uh, sort of uh, liquidity level right now. I don't think you strike me as a person who would be devastated if your portfolio took like a even a 20% hit. 
Yeah, depends on how much is in it, but yeah, yeah. yeah like if like I was my, if I was like in it hardcore, yeah, it, yeah. My my portfolio has seen like a crazy amount of activity this year. At one point, we were up seventeen percent up uh, from January to July, and then from July to December, we were down twenty percent. Oh wow! And now we're slowly climbing back up to like net even. Jeez, you know. So okay. I don't check it every day. Because yeah. I know if I check it every day, I I remember checking it every day and freaking out, right? <laughs> and I've had and I and I'm like super aggressive with this stuff in a sense of like I don't do massive index funds, massive mutual funds. I don't play the S and P because uh, I'm I'm at a point right now where I feel like I want to make more money, so I'm like way aggressive. But with the aggression comes like really big misses, I you know? Yeah. Like I got into the. I'll be I'll be purposefully vague, but I got into like the the marijuana industry at, right. at too high a point, too late in the game, and then now my average like cannabis related stock is like down forty to sixty percent. I see. Wow. Right. But my tech stocks, on the other hand, are like all plus seventy, plus fifty percent. So you know they're 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 booing each other. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know, I've had some pretty big misses this year. I've had some small wins, uh, nothing that like you know, obviously it's not like a Bitcoin phrase uh, or phase type oh, yeah. of thing. But yeah, you know, I'm really proud of you to to diversify how your money is being used because you're at a point now where you do have a family, you have real things like real life things that you got to start planning for. Whether it's a house, whether it's even just a trip. Or you know, uh, it's Gordon's future, your guys' retirement. Like these are these are real things. It's like grown up shit now, right? Yep. Um, and it's really exciting. And I think it's uh, it's about time that you guys started to like put more aside. There's like a lot of different ways that you can save for retirement. You know, you got your four hundred three bs. You can even create your own IRAs. Right. Um, and my another tip that I have for you is just max out the contribution if you can. Um, to take advantage of whatever matching your uh, employer gives you, but also like if you were to create an IRA uh, to max out the yearly contribution amount because depending on which one you choose, whether it's a regular IRA or a, um, or a Roth IRA, it has really big tax implications. One of them being that you can pay taxes now when you invest the money and then when you retire, you don't pay taxes. Right. Or you don't pay any taxes right now, and you just pay taxes when you take the money out. Okay. So you can you can tell right like they're yeah 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 they're 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 mirror not mirror they're they're uh, they're exact opposites of each other. But right. your goal is to decide like do you think the tax rate that you're paying now is going right. to be higher? Because if it is, then you don't pay taxes now. Yeah. But if you think it's going to be lower, then you uh then you uh well if you think it's lower now than it will be, then you pay the taxes you pay now. Now right. Yeah, so just just things, and I don't mean to overwhelm you in any way, but it's exciting to like think about how your money can work for you. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And no, it, it's you're not overwhelming me. It's it's definitely I don't want to say it's overwhelming, but there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to do, and that's kind of like that's part of why it's okay. Let me just jump in, yeah, and do it, and that way I don't have any, any excuses. Um, yeah, and know. it takes money to make money. Yeah, it exactly. really does. Yeah, I, I've been so. This is this is a little bit of an aside, but I've been watching the uh, the Netflix documentary on Kevin Hart. Yeah, and his, his, have you watched it? I've watched the first three episodes. Okay, I never really realized his obsession not just like with working because he doesn't like staying still, 
but he has an obsession to like work while he can and still is, and like people are still want to pay him and part of the reason is because he wants to become a mogul and a billionaire yeah and and that's the thing it's like you, you can't just keep doing stand-up like that that's you're not going to become a billionaire by right. just acting in movies or you gotta just own doing the whole stand-up. thing exactly you got to do so much and so um yeah yeah, I'm certainly not trying to work to his level. Like, I, that's those aren't those are not my aspirations. I'm not trying to be like a billionaire or a mogul or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I want to be comfortable, and I don't want to have to worry too much about yeah. money. You know, you want you want financial security at the exactly. level that that means for you. Exactly. So. Yeah, for Kevin Hart, it means becoming a billionaire. It means making his last name mean something. It means building a legacy because yeah. he said that also. He remembers what it's like being poor, and he doesn't want that. Right. And that can be a really big driver for him. And if your uh, if your future aspirations and, and financial goals are different, that's totally okay. Just make sure that you're doing whatever it is to to reach those goals. Because yeah. you you gotta think of it as like your present self doing your future self a big favor. Yeah, exactly. And and saving early can compound uh, literally uh, if you do it earlier than later. And yeah. if you start saving more now and you make it a very uh, standard thing, you know, obviously with your new job at CHOP, having way more disposable income, uh, but also realizing like maybe what your living costs are, maybe what kind of lifestyle is comfortable for you guys. Um, and then realizing that if you have a lot of money, it shouldn't be between the mattresses. It shouldn't be in a yeah. low performing savings account. So you're asking all the right questions and I think you're doing all the right things. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Cool. Yeah. You got anything else for this week? Uh, no. Let's uh, let's get out of here. All right. Sounds good. Well, I'm Russell. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.